Julie, and welcome to Hey Julie. Hi, Julie. Hey, Julie. We got our first <laughs> Hey Julies of the night. The oh, they were great. They too. were great. They you were could all right. Tell who was confident and who was not. Uh, cast. You know what I noticed? I mean, I'm sorry to jump right in. Let's go for it. But and we're going to talk about Wednesday's episode first. But I just a quick thing about Thursday's live eviction. These noobs really don't even know the pleasure of the details. You know, like when they were voting in that little hallway, usually in past seasons, they know, like, do a fun little dance, do a cute high five. Some Some of them did. Not many. Yeah, it was very lame. Yeah, they don't know how to milk it out. They don't know how to be like Clay Honeycutt and shout out every single person in their extended family, all 109 cousins, 115 second cousins, cousins in Iceland. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. It was. It just goes to show that these new little fresh fawns don't know how to make the most of their time on Big Brother. They don't but... know how to be like Johnny Mac and be mean to Julie for no reason. The highlight <laughs> yeah, of every Thursday good. last year. Yeah. Zach Rance from two years ago just being weird, also kind of being mean. That would be totally my move. I should have said this in my BB video. I would be, I would have some mean things to say to Julie. I would get some laughs. But then my... you would get evicted first week. They wouldn't like, know. It... They wouldn't know. No, what? I'm saying during my oh. during my like four seconds when she's like, Brett has been with the bomb squad for, but yeah. he's also doing <laughs> this. How will he vote? That's when you drop. Hi, Brett. Sup, Julie? <laughs> you looking fine tonight? Yeah, that's what you do. You want to know what I would do? What's up? <laughs> you do Julie. You do Julie. Danielle has been playing both sides of the house, but she recently <laughs> pledged her allegiance to Jose. How will she vote? Hi, Julie. Oh, my gosh. You look amazing tonight. Oh, you look amazing, too. <laughs> That's how I would so I would good, yeah. So hard, of course. Because <laughs> I'd want to get, I'd want to get something else out of this once I get evicted. I would want like a guest starring role on the CW, some show on the CW. You'll get a walk on on Bold and the Beautiful. Yes, I would. You know what? I'll take anything at this point. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into Wednesday's episode. Maybe a maybe a Grammy hosting gig. <laughs> yeah, because they're just Slum getting it. those out like candy. You know? Yeah. Anyway, like, so at the dentist. So we haven't spoken since Tuesday. Let's talk a little bit about Wednesday's episode. There's so much to talk about about Thursday too. But I think the yeah. big – the thing that really st- uh, stuck out to me on Wednesday was Jose's house meeting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let's just go through the TikTok of it as if we were journalists at the Washington Post. He's like, I'm going to call a meeting to try and get Polly out. <laughs> right. He just casts a net out and sees who walks into the room and he's cool with whoever walks into the room as long as it's not Polly because he's the messiah and he's working with every single person in the house regardless of whether or not he's ever had a game conversation with them. Right. And then like people would go missing like what's her name went to spy on the HOH room. Um I have to say that the even though the feeds are amazing so I'd already seen this go down like it is fun to watch with the diary room uh, Greek choruses yeah. <laughs> providing commentary because it really was wild. Jose was just so delusional. He is amazing. I was trying to explain Jose to some non BB watchers last night, and I was I just did like a ten minute monologue, and I'm sure I was just like, 
bouncing. I was so excited to talk about Jose. But he he and I loved that he was wearing the doggy costume. Yeah. Which that I, ugh, I hate those competitions. They make me sick. I feel so bad for them. When they're yeah, the spitting one actually made me sick. I, you yeah, know, I always I, I say I want to be on Big Brother, and then I'm like, well, I don't want to eat slop. I don't want to sleep on a dentist chair. I don't want to do anything <laughs> where I spin around. I don't want to do endurance comps. I don't, right. I want to watch TV. I want to have the internet. You know. Wait, of all the types of comps, which ones do you think you would do the best at? Quizzes. I think I would do the best at endurance because I'm relentless. <laughs> I remember when Danielle Donato was like, it, it was a very late episode in that season. And she it, she was still left on an endurance challenge with someone else. I forget who. And the other person was clearly weakening. And she went to Danielle. She was like, how long are you going to hold on for? Like, wh- what should we do? And Danielle went, I will hold on until I die. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes. I think that would be me. I would. I would. Not let go. Vanessa pulled that a lot last year. Every time there was an endurance <laughs> comp, she was like, oh, my God, I can hold on forever. You know, I can hold on for the next nine years. And she was trembling yeah. and, like, barely <laughs> holding on. And the moment she would say that, Steve would be like, oh, thank God, and slink <laughs> off. <laughs> totally. I'm worried about uh, peeing. I'm worried about peeing. I would literally pee my pants. Yeah, well, that's why they just – you have to be prepared right before. I'm going to get real with you. And I'm going to get real with the listeners. I pee a lot. I do too because I drink a lot of water. Uh, that wouldn't be a problem for me in the house. They're always worried about being dehydrated. I drink 18 <laughs> liters of water a day. Well, can you put that I in? I go pee every 20 minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would always be in the bathroom. Going to a movie is a very stressful experience for me because I'm like, I have, have to hold to it. You have to get the aisle. Oh, no, never. I never sit you in the aisle. You hold it? No, I just make people move their fucking legs. <laughs> well, that's the difference between you and me, Brett. Yeah. Uh, I'm Canadian and I sit on the aisle because I know it's going to be nicer <laughs> so that I don't have to get in everyone's way. Same for on airplanes. I always, on my flight uh, here, yeah. I was supposed to be in the window. And luckily the guy who I was sitting next to asked me, he said, do you mind if I take the window? And I told him, I love the aisle. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that happened to me. That happened to me. I was flying to your home country of Canada and ah! I had a middle seat and these girls walk up and they're like, we're uh, we're together. The three of us are together, but our seats are all far apart. Can you move so I can sit with my friends? I'll give you my aisle seat. And I was like, yes. You got to offer the aisle. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would never in my life change for a middle or the window, but for an aisle, I'll do anything. Sometimes you want an um, a window if you're like going to a new city. No. I'll see no. it when I live. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So let's get back to Wednesday. So yeah, there was the the competition. Very disgusting and sad. They all had to wear it. But the doggy outfits were hilarious. And I really enjoyed the obviously producer written lines that they made. Them oh, I hate say. those. I hate those. I thought they were funny. <laughs> I like that when they really sell them. Like, dog, doggone it, Jose. You're out. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to win this competition. And then I, I fell over. Throw me a bone, producers. <laughs> <laughs> I loved... I loved, um, I don't love a lot of things about Paul, but I loved Paul's strategy, which was, I'm not making this geometric pattern. I am cramming this as like a child into the, into the, the box or whatever they had to put the bones in. I loved that too. And I actually have some new thoughts about Paul, but, um, but 
I was surprised that people weren't like, that's not fair. <laughs> but Yeah. I they didn't make it clear that it has to be some sort of shape or that there's only one it's a puzzle and that there's only one way to put it together. And yeah. then of course Jose, bless his heart, everything that comes out of that man's mouth is a hundred percent wrong. And we have so many examples to get to. Everything uh, he touches turns to uh incorrectness. <laughs> he has like fifty of these bones and he's like, I'm gonna build a a heart because that represents my spirit. But I'm only going to build it with like half of these because I don't need to use all. That was unbelievable. Why are you trying to be arty? Just get it done. Like, I couldn't believe it. He's trying to build it in a shape that just like clearly wasn't going to work. Yeah, have symbolism and also win. No, just win. No, but you know he was safe at that point, and it was and it was Natalie who did the backstabbing, as we'll get to. Right. Um, yeah, and I want to give... So, I'm loving Natalie. I think she's great. She's great. She's smart, and no one listens to her. <laughs> I know. Well, let's talk about the let's talk about the girl talk situation, oh, yes. too, from yes. early in Thursday's episode. So, we know that Bronte, um, Bridget, and Natalie are the spy girls. Yeah. And they like to have their girl talk. Everyone likes to have girl talk. Everyone I like does. to have girl talk. And they and were legitimately oh, having girl talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie was just upset about Victor being an asshole. It had nothing to do with game. It just had to do with 15 people living in a house together with three bedrooms and one bathroom. And they were having girl talk, but like James was clearly invited. James is an adult man with a daughter. Yeah. And, you know, he was just being a nice guy and just trying to like. He was fun. Be nice for yeah. once, for, for not, you know, trying to not put mayonnaise in people's <laughs> and, things. Oh, that was so disgusting. And I'd be genuinely pissed about was that. Was it Paul? And Paul comes in and he's like, and James is like, oh, we're having girl talk right now. Get out of here. <laughs> now, if Paul was an adult, he'd realize, oh, they're talking about boys or something in clearly not a game sense at all. Uh-huh. They're... I don't know. It was just so obvious that Natalie was really upset about just like life things, just about being a human, and which happens. And, yeah. and if I were to walk in a room with six girls and one guy, and the guy was like, "We're just having a little girl chat," I would understand. It's like saying it's my time of the month right now. I understand. And he, yeah, well, it's just like, hey, listen. When you walk into a conversation, and I'm saying this as a girl, if yeah. I walked into a conversation with other where other girls are talking, and they go. Listen, we need to have our girl talk right now. Oh, totally. I would, as a girl, be like, oh, I get it. Like, I get I'll, it. I'll walk away. <laughs> I understand this is Big Brother and there's so much, you're so nervous all the time yeah. that people are lying. And I'm sure I would use that as an excuse. You know, yeah. someone walks into a room, I'm having game talk, and I'd be like, actually, can it's just the two of us. Can we talk? She's just really upset about her mom right now or something like that. Yeah. And then we'll go back to talking about evicting someone. So there's that fear as well. But yeah. But the other thing though. is, is even if in Paul's in Paul's scenario, word of the week, where <laughs> if they were talking about, where if they were talking about game, it's in his best interest to let them talk to James, get the information, and then they're on his side. He can ask them about it later because his full alliance is in the room with James. They'll go and talk to him. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. They, people don't understand. 
going back to that house meeting thing too with sending Bridget up to spy and they're like, Bridget, what are you doing up here? You've never hung out with us. She's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. just not spying. Yeah, exactly. She's like, it's like one of those things in a movie where it's like, what's your name, sir? Oh, my name is um, Window McShoe. <laughs> <laughs> horrible (laughs) these people are so bad they're so bad uh yeah and then um so i don't know if this i don't think this is on the episode but it was on the feed Uh because now we're getting to like post wednesday's episode but live feed still on before thursdays um polly was like i'm gonna lean over did you read about this no he was like, before Julie, right before Julie says who's evicted, I'm going to lean over to Jose and say, say hi to Julie for me. Oh, who, Polly said this? I thought that was this? so perfect because our podcast is called Hey Julie. Hey, Julie. Polly said that? Yeah. Because they were, well, think, I don't know. I, I didn't get to watch too much of it because, um, because I've been here, but, um, or for whatever reason, I couldn't watch it, but. It seemed like Jose was starting to get appropriately paranoid. Like yeah. a little bit. From what I've read of the recaps of the live feeds, Frank told some of the spy girls either late Wednesday night or early Thursday morning, this is going to happen. This is like how the house is voting. You can do what you want. But he, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know if they went around and told Jose. I think they just kept it within the spy girls. Well, that was the thing. Natalie definitely had inklings and she tried to tell people and they were just like, no, don't worry. Polly's going home. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know. It might. Wait a minute. These Is there a possibility that the other eight people in this house who we never talk to are not talking about, you know, what their favorite song is and what their favorite movie yeah. is and what siblings they miss that they might be talking yeah. about game? Especially if they're being led by the person who Jose said he was coming after. And Paul's like, no, <laughs> that's not possible. No, no. Um, I think but- talking about this girl talk thing and ta- and leading up to Jose's eviction, um, I have a game for you that I would like to play, and you you don't know anything about what I'm about to do. I don't. I, I texted Brett you texted yesterday. <laughs> I said I have a surprise game for you, but I can't tell you anything more. So we're gonna play a game where I'm gonna read off. Four very misogynistic quotes, and you're going to have okay. to tell me whether it was said by Jose or Rush Lindbar- Lindbergh. Love it. Yeah. Love All it. Right. I'm ready. What, I'm ready. I don't... Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, that's his name. I don't know what's happening with me. Rush okay. Limbaugh. Here we go. Okay. Women live longer than men because their lives are easier. Jose or Rush, Rush Limbaugh? Rush. Rush. Okay. Yeah. Yes! Okay, next quote. There's a time of the month that the man does not understand. Just like when you don't understand when I have a beard. You don't understand what it's like to grow a beard and have it break through the skin every week. (laughs) Jose. Jose, that's correct. (laughs) I'm all for women power. Women empowerment, the first woman president. But when you do feminist shit, that's when I get pissed off. It has to be Jose or Rush. Can it not yeah. be? No, it's no. I don't. <laughs> Jose wasn't going in quoting Rush Limbaugh. So word was, for word. That was was that Rush? That was Jose. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. Go ahead. Here we go for the win. 
What is with it with all these young single white women? Overeducated doesn't mean intelligent. It's got to be Rush. Yeah, I yeah. Okay, okay. Good, 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 I just did good. two of each. But anyways, overeducated doesn't mean intelligent. Jose is a horrible person. Here, I I'm gonna defend Jose a little bit. I don't okay. think he's horrible. Go for it. I really don't think he's horrible. And I saw the clip of him saying all that stuff about PMS and time of the month. And I like. <sighs> It's very annoying and it's very frustrating for women to hear stuff like that. Yeah. But I really don't think he's... I think he's just so deluded in a very... I don't think it's a malicious or evil way. I think he's deluded. He has um, uh, delusions of grandeur and I think he's very self-involved. But to me, it's only going to affect him. It's never going to affect anyone else, you know? Like, he's, it's only going to have negative consequences for him, as it already has. Yeah. And so, to me, I, I think he's, I do think he's just a harmless makeup artist who really wants Instagram followers. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't. I, all these people are generally, I think, younger than me. I'm 20, uh-huh. I'm turning 29 in a month. And I just thought millennials were more woke than this. <laughs> well, yeah. The wokest one is Natalie. Natalie's oh, for sure. Woke. For sure. I just thought, I mean, I understand. I was 22 once. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't woke. I wasn't woke. Yeah. I was asleep. I was sleepwalking. That's the thing. You got to get woken up. I, I now understand things that I've maybe done that weren't uh, that weren't great for women or, or <laughs> yeah you know but I now understand it and I now understand what not to say especially on live television and I I just Amen. thought young liberal people were woker than this and apparently yeah they're not they're not woke they sleep. yeah they sleep but they are you're right they're young and I think that's the thing is they're gonna say this stuff. And if that's how they truly feel, mm-hmm. then I don't want them to be aware. I'm glad that they're letting it out and saying this stuff so that everyone can watch. And then that's how they learn. Yeah. Maybe not the way you should be thinking, you know? Yeah. Case point, I know someone who's going to get a lot of flack, and that's Little Miss Bowtie Bronte. Oh, this is let's go back to the Girl Talk situation. Uh-huh. So not included in the television depiction of the, these these events, um, a little uh, racial name calling from Bowtie Bronte. Incorrect, incorrect racial name calling. I believe. Yeah, Bronte was like, "I want to send him back to Hong Kong." Yeah, go back to Hong <laughs> Kong. You like he's from he's Korean. He's Korean, but he's from Texas. Yeah. And I, he's older than her, so technically he's more American than she is. Technically. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was bizarre. And it just shows, I mean, when people are at their lowest, they become the, their base selves, which clearly for Bronte means racial epithets. Yeah. I did. Well, I guess I was it wasn't not. really an epithet, but, you know. It was racially insensitive. Yeah, or ra- racially charged. You wouldn't say to a white person oh go back to cleveland yo whitey yo cracker <laughs> i know i mean it's just you you wouldn't you don't stoop to, you don't do that i mean no it's foolish i mean it's just foolish behavior from a foolish 
person. And we've come to see this already. Like, Bronte's not... She's disappointing me. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> disappointed. Um, my three like, winner picks, the people who I was highest on at the beginning yeah. of the season, were Bronte, Bridget, and Tiffany. And I just don't see it happening with either of those. Well, Bronte, I went... I've gone back and forth and back again, you know? Because I mm. didn't like her at first, then she grew on me, but now... I just don't know if she's she's got a lot of talk and no action, I feel. Yeah, that was a good moment though when she de-escalated at the pool table. Mm. Paul's going crazy. Victor is like, "Well, I'm going to go crazy too. I'm going to beat someone up for for yeah. you know, for being in a in the room, room than being in the room." <laughs> Then the sex they stated the room was at the time. It was a girl's room at the time. And you were a man. Some harsh North Carolinian ripples. That was some toxic masculinity. stuff, yeah. But that was. Awful. And then I liked when Bronte was like. Actually, never mind. I'm sorry. That was Jose. That was the one smart Jose move. He recognized that a huge fight was about to happen between James and all these and the spy girls and the, the uh-huh. revolution that's the right the, the larger group of six and jose for once realized hey a big fight happening around me is probably <laughs> not good right uh, and then he he along with bronte de-escalated it and sent sent her back to the room to kind of de-escalate it without paul and victor mm-hmm. so yeah Props to Jose. You made one good game move and You did one days. good thing. <laughs> yeah. And you were wrong about everything else. So Literally up until your interview with Julie, you were wrong. You were just incorrect. Through the okay, interview. So Jose's evicted, predictably. <laughs> I um I It is distinct- so awkward. It was so awkward when it happened. I wanted him to I thought he was gonna say something or do anything. He just looked so hurt. Yeah, I remember him saying that he's going to go out, like, screaming and cursing people out. Nope. Nope. He was quiet. Everyone was quiet. No one said anything. It was even weird when they when they cut to the house when they are – when they're looking for his portrait to turn black and yeah. white. Nobody was saying anything. It was really awkward because it it really was an awkward moment when the – remaining five people of the revolution realized oh shit uh yeah we're losing right now and <laughs> yeah. the other people were like they didn't want to be like oh shit we uh, yeah. yeah you can't be like oh yeah so just so you guys know this was all planned sorry like everyone realized oh wow there are actually divisions in the house they knew it but they didn't they but they did it in a way and um and thank God it came to pass, because these people need to wake up. That's the theme of this episode. Get woke. Get woke. Hashtag get woke. <laughs> yeah. Because you are sleeping in this game. You're not going to last. You're not even going to make it to jury, especially if they've got this new twist where old players can battle back into the game. I mean, unless, unless you know, like Frank or James or something like that gets kicked out, in the first no. few weeks, I can't imagine any of these people who are going to go soon coming back in. Um, right. My favorite part of the night, 
I didn't know I had so many parts, but this was my favorite part is Jose comes out of the house and Julie goes, um, who do you think betrayed you the most? And he goes, oh, I know who it is. I know the answer to everything. It's me, Jose. I read people for a living. It's my job. It was Natalie, that bags, that backstabbing <laughs> bitch. Nope. Sorry, Jose. It's- wrong again. And not only, like... She voted to keep you in. Yeah, like, she could have so easily... Because she smelled what was in the air. She knew what was going on. So she could have easily made a deal with them and said, Yeah, I'll vote for... I'll vote Jose out, too. Why not? Give you another safe vote. Whatever. She stuck by him and voted for Polly. The boat was sinking. She was loyal. She let someone else get on the lifeboat. She stayed behind with Jack Dawson... (laughs) <laughs> and Jack comes back from the dead to be like, "Yeah, it was her. Yeah, I should have slept with <laughs> Kathy you, Bates. <laughs> I should have slept with Kathy Bates while I had the chance." Yeah, totally. That Bad was analogy. Ludicrous. It was ludicrous. It was Chris Bridges ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy. But. That just goes to show, I mean, you have to give snaps to Jose's character game. He stayed the same <laughs> from beginning to end. He had no growth as a person. Nope. Negative <laughs> growth. Yeah. But I'm, I am excited for the, I, I'm happy for this new twist. Um, and I think it's fun the way it's going to happen. Because apparently there's going to be an extra episode on Friday, July 22nd. Yes. That shows all these competitions and how they all get back into the game. Yeah, um, I'm a little surprised at that because I'm assuming once someone loses, once Glenn loses, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to go back to the boogie down Bronx. I mean, well, here's the question. Do you think Jose versus Glenn, who do you think is going to win? I think America's going to (laughs) win. I mean, I'm genuinely baffled. I'm not sure. Is your heart a flutter with the possibility of seeing your daddy, Glenn, back in the house? Yeah, it is. And it's (laughs) even more a flutter now that I know that Glenn's IRL wife follows me on Twitter. What? (laughs) Yeah. She found the tweets about it and saved them and then was like, LOL. And I really hope she's listening to this. What's her her name? I don't know. I forget. Or, oh, I was going to say, shout well, out to you, Glenn's wife. Yeah, major I'm, shout out. I'm sorry if I, you know, it's all in good fun, me making fun of your husband. I'm sorry. Yeah, we love him. We, we love Glenn. I love it. I would love to see, I would prefer to see Glenn back in instead of Yeah, Jose it'd be fun to see him Jose. adjust to how things have changed. It's, it's hard. It's going to be a hard battle, though, to see uh, someone like Jose or Glenn get back in because they have to win so many uh, comps in a row and yeah. it would be so easy for whoever is that fifth person to come right back in yeah and the players don't know like the no. house guys don't know about this twist yet no that's correct that's gonna be fun yeah it's really fun um I have a note about us talking about our fave players oh yeah so like right now who who's your favorite player in the game um Favorite player in the game. Yeah. Um, we actually, um, sorry. I think Frank is is really doing well. Um, it's it's hard to say that he's that anyone else is in a better position than him. I know he just pulls strings so beautifully. 
Yeah. Because it never seems obvious. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's got a great social game because as I was telling you, he really won me over this week. I, up until this point, I thought he was fine. But then when I saw him comfort Michelle because Michelle was feeling fat. <laughs> yeah, I think. I love him now. Yeah, I think if people want to go find this video online, it's on YouTube. I think everyone who was wearing the pixel costumes was getting a little frustrated by it. And I yeah. think especially Michelle, uh, she was just – she got this horrible sunburn. Yes. And which oh. you could have seen, which I just feel bad about. It's the worst. And she just wasn't feeling – she just felt sad that she was, like, walking around naked all week and just felt very vulnerable. And she was just having yeah. a cry about it. It's all right. I have, yeah, I, totally. have cry, I would cry so much. And I promise you, Allison Grodner, I would be mean <laughs> to Julie during the live things. It would be funny. And then I would probably cry a lot, and I would pee yeah. my pants during the endurance <laughs> competition. I promise you'd be those three things. You'd be amazing TV. I can't believe they didn't cast you. Um, next time, next time, next time. Uh, BB19. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get BB19 tattooed. I'm gonna on me so it happens. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm tending to agree with you. I think Frank is playing an amazing game right now. I will say, like, and as I've mentioned this earlier, I'm rooting for Natalie to pull out some good moves because I think she's woke. I think she's clever. I think she chose a bum alliance to start out with, but it's not too late for her to change that. Hey. Especially because I think she's got James's ear. I think James really likes her and wants to help her. So. Yeah, I mean, it's not a complete dead end for the revolution, for some people in the revolution. As you remember, Austin mm-hmm. was buddy-buddy with Jace last year and right. got very far, though, on the on the heels of uh, the twins who were mm-hmm. a bit of a bigger target than him, even though I think both went out after him. I might be wrong about that. Anyways, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I, I think she has an opportunity. I think a lot of those girls have an opportunity to uh, flip the script and join the other side. Another player I think is doing really well is Zakia. Uh, yes. I'm, oh. mm-hmm. I'm looking for good players who are not making big waves right now. Frank yeah. is making waves. I mean, even though he he won the comp, nobody knows he won the comp. Well, other than the other people in his alliance, they know he won the comp and Come five weeks from now or something like that, when there's one person left from the revolution, he might mm-hmm. be a big target because he wins so many comps. Uh, but Zakia just chilling, just chilling in a good spot. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I want to say also about Zakia, like, and I tweeted this last night, um, it's good to see her diary rooms because, yeah, on the live feeds, she's just sort of chilling. She's floating along. She's not rocking the boat. But in the diary room, I think you can tell that she's actually very sharp and she's making really astute observations. And so I think she's a stronger player than she's letting on, which is smart. Yeah, totally. You know, at this point in the game, you know, the first month you want to just take a nap. I also promise you this, Allison Grodner, executive (laughs) producer, probably not a good thing. I wouldn't do much the first four weeks of Big Brother. I would just Well, I wouldn't be asleep. I'd be awake and cleaning, like Bridget. Yeah, me too. I hate... Uh, that's a thing, though. I get grumpy when people don't do their dishes. And I actually don't mind doing dishes, but I want to You'd see You'd be like people, Victor. I want to see people make the effort every once in a while. Yeah. you get pissed. I get pissed. You would be... You would not have it. You would not be having those ants. 
No. Oh, I couldn't deal with the ants. Couldn't deal with it. <laughs> um, all right. So those are our favorite players right now. Um, should we talk about... So we've gotten through last night's episode, and now we're going to move on to spoiler alert live feeds. So guys, if you don't watch the live feeds and you don't want to know who won HOH and all this stuff, stop listening now. Goodbye. Goodbye, Bye. Julie. Bye, Julie. But for everyone else, okay. hey, Julie. Now that they're gone, <laughs> what are these people doing with their lives? <laughs> with their jobs and children? I know. It's foolish. But so we now know that new head of household is Polly. Polly won the competition. Mm-hmm. And they had the nomination ceremony, and he put up Paul and Bronte. Okay. Very yeah. exciting. That has happened very recently within, you know, an, within an hour of us recording this morning. They yeah. were nominated. I thought, um, yeah, I wasn't really expecting Bronte, but I'm not completely surprised. She has been making waves, some negative waves in the house. Very negative waves. People don't like her, and they all say that she has stank face. Oh. They all say that. They don't like, they think that whenever she, they walk by, she gives them a look. Oh. And you know what? I can see it because past that bow tie and her hair, she can give a mean mug. Would you buy to the rusty bitching face defense? Um, no. No. Okay. I think she's too. No, I don't think it's a resting thing. I think it's a. It's like she wears her emotions on her face. Yeah. She's genuinely like when Nicole walks by, she doesn't want to see Nicole, so she'll pull a face. Like, why are you here? You know. Because we're all locked in here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, because I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, he put them up. What they really want to do, from what I can tell from um, Joker's updates, shout out Joker's updates, I love you, um, is that the real plan is they want to backdoor Victor. Yeah, I, I was about to bring that up. and So much so that they don't even want to nominate him during Roadkill. If any right. of them wins, they want to nominate another pawn. Yes, um, which is leaving a lot to which is leaving a lot to the veto. However, now the veto still remains six players, and it's just going to be two random draws every time yeah. or house guest choice. Um, so now there's a two thirds chance that someone's going to be using the veto. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's actually pretty likely now. Um, so there's four. Oh, sorry. I apologize. Yeah, there's. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was right. There was. Uh, there's four people who would use the veto. There's the three nominees and the head of household would right. use the veto, and then the other two. Who knows who they are? Like the, their worst case scenario is that Victor wins the veto and doesn't use it. Right, and then they just get or uses it on Paul or something like that, and yeah, then they're kind of screwed. And then I'm not sure exactly what they would do. Maybe put up um, Natalie or, or as a as a pawn or something like that, and try to get out yeah. Bronte. I think that I think if if that Victor backdoor action doesn't happen, sorry, I said backdoor action. <laughs> it's okay. Then I, then I think Bronte might be walking out to the golf. Bad news, with, Bronte. Bad news, Bronte. <laughs> what? I wanted to bring this up earlier in the show. We were talking okay. about numbers right now. That reminded me. At multiple points throughout the episode last night on Thursday, mm-hmm. there was references to, but what if it's a tie? 
um, during to the, the eviction is what if the those votes what if are the, tied? what if the vote is a tie for the for Jose's eviction? This okay. happened in the feeds. They had this uh-huh. bit where Jose is like, "What if it's a tie? I need to go butter up Nicole," and then he does. Right. He's horrible at it. And then even Julie says, "Nicole will only vote in the instance of a tie." Bitch, there were eleven people voting. <laughs> I thought what I was going this? crazy. <laughs> what if one of them split the, their vote in half? Like Nebraska <laughs> in in the Electoral College. Alaska awards... Oh, no, I'm sorry. What is Nebraska. Nebraska awards two points to the state victor and then one point for every congressional district. How do I know? They were treating Happy it like Canada Veep. <laughs> like Veep. Like, what if there's a tie? Oh, there's a tie. There's not going to be a tie. I buy Jose not knowing how to count. <laughs> Who writes? Julie didn't write the script. She's got producers. She's got writers. Yeah. Why do they add that line into her cue cards? There wasn't going to be a tie. 11 people were voting. I, I was know. going crazy. I was counting Back. on my hands how many people were in the house time after time <laughs> after time. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong I didn't with even me? Think Am I having an aneurysm? It crossed my mind. I wasn't thinking. I was just thinking like... I was just thinking, wow, I'm shocked that Natalie stayed so loyal and Jose didn't appreciate it. I didn't even think about that, but you're so right. That's so funny. Yeah. That's how bad the, that side of the house is, is Jose goes, what if there's a tie? I should maybe talk to the head household and see who she's thinking about in that. And then any of the other five people, the alliance could be like, oh, two, four, six, eight, 11 people are voting. There's no chance it's going to be a tie. <laughs> That takes They're nine so seconds. Confused. They're oh, so confused. So bad. I read on also on the feed that like there was some talk about um seeing Polly's HOH room and and Frank was like, Oh, we can't see it yet. We have to do that thing, like who wants to see my HOH room? Yeah. Paul Paul went, they do we have to do that every week. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. These people don't know what they're in for. Paul I guess Paul had also said that he – a lot of these people had only watched BB-16 for some reason and not 17. I know. That's so weird. I wonder if that's what they – they gave them DVD copies of that. Oh, yeah. They, they do. On, we, on Sequester, they get they give them access to a number of previous seasons. And, I wonder if it was just this one this season. <laughs> but Paul had said at some point that I wasn't really paying attention because – I'm a gut guy. I want to go with my gut. I don't want to be clouded with knowing more than two things about the fucking game, which uh-huh. is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Why? It's, it's really bad. Yeah. Oh, but this is what I, I – and I hinted at this earlier, but I, that I wanted to bring up about Paul um, is that I actually see a scenario. If he, if he gets out of going home in the next two weeks, I can see him going very far. I really can because I think he's smart and I think he his social game is actually not bad just because he's not afraid to talk to anyone. That's true. I I can see him getting to jury. Mm-hmm. Um he he I think he reminds me I guess a little bit of Zach from BB16, the really obnoxious guy who like what what are we going to why are we getting rid of him right now? Uh-huh. He's just He's just someone in the house. He's going to fill that role of the loudest person in the house who's always going to yeah. have just the spotlight and the target 
on them. Maybe not the target, but everyone knows that they're going to want to get rid of him. There's like an understanding <laughs> amongst everyone in the house. This guy's annoying and obnoxious, and we'll get rid of him when we need to get rid of him. But yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a chance he could go home this week, but I, I really don't think he... I don't um, think he will. Yeah. I, I I think he's got a killer instinct as well, where he won't be afraid, excuse me, to throw his former alliances under the bus for his own survival, which Maybe, yeah. I look forward to seeing. Yeah, I would definitely look forward to seeing that. And he might be a comp beast too. He is... He's one, yeah, why not? He thinks so outside of the box... Yeah. That he won this weird puzzle competition by like being like, fuck puzzles. Puzzles don't exist in my mind. Yeah. I have a yeah. beautiful mind. He does. He's got a beautiful, beautiful. sparkly beard. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> His beard was glistening last night and it was Yeah. Disgusting. I'm wondering if it like nervous sweat or if it was like um, pomade I, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. As someone who but, has a beard, I was disgusted. Your beard compared to his beard is like a baby a baby compared to a geriatric old man. Well I keep mine trim. I keep mine trim. I've had I've had I beards. Wouldn't call, I wouldn't call what you have a beard even. What is it? It's facial hair. Alright. <laughs> Follow me on, on Instagram at Brett Raider if you want to get some hot hot sick girl I'm pics of me. Facial hair and comment hashtag team facial hair, not team beard. I've had a beard approaching that length in my life when I was around Paul's age, but I looked like a hobo and I did not want to look like that. Well, Paul anymore. looks like a hobo too. But... Yeah, I didn't have the Nazi youth haircut to go with it. <laughs> well, this is all just to say I think he could go far and I would look forward to seeing it because even though he's obnoxious, I don't, I don't hate him or his game i mean yeah i kind of hate his game but i think he'll be fun to watch <laughs> i think yeah. he'll be fun to watch he'll i think so too definitely and he will lead to there will be a week where he blows up at something and it's gonna cause irreparable damage yeah that's what i was waiting i was like well we need alcohol we need to see these especially people really get loose especially with that boy he loves oh, it yeah. Once it touches okay. his lips. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah. It tastes so good. Um, should we get to some li- uh, listener questions? Sure, of course. Okay. So the first one we have is from at Lemmer Nick. And he said, what are your guys' thoughts on Frank right now? I know it's early, but he might be playing the best game. And I guess we sort of answered this already. Um, whoa. <laughs> we're both loving it. I think it's fair to say we're both loving it. Yeah, definitely. We're really... Um... We're really liking what he's doing. He has some strong promise. Might be playing a little too hard. That's the only complaint, if you had to think of one. Um, I think he just seems, as I said, I really grew to love Frank this past week because he seems like a good person. People, no matter what side of the house, people are comfortable coming up to him and talking. Even just about personal stuff, not game, which is necessary because... Bronte wouldn't talk to Nicole about what she wants to eat for breakfast. And that's not how you're going to win the game. You you still need to have personal connections with people, especially when when the game comes to these people handing you the money at the end. There's a jury at the end. Yeah, that's the other thing. I'm like, do these people remember? Already, if if you're acting like this already, I mean, 
people remember this stuff. Yeah. Never forget. Whatever. But yeah, I think we're both we're both Frank hashtag Frank fans right now. Yeah. Frank and Furter. Um do you want to read the next question or should I? Go for it. Okay, so we have from at the paw awesome one, Nikki Johnson. Do you think Paul is going to get removed for safety concerns? He's way too aggressive. <laughs> um, that's a great question. And um, I think it's a possibility, but for his own safety. Yeah, because here's the thing. Paul is not in, he's not the most ripped guy of the house. So I don't know who he's going to get into a fight with. But it's not about being, it's not about being ripped. It's just about him being aggressive. And James said, like getting into me and the girls are just talking about like girl issues right now. And he's like, I'm going to rip someone's head off. Well, Last night on the live feeds, I, he jumped onto a bed and missed the pillow and smacked his head into the wall. And he was – he thought he was dying. There are two registered nurses in the house and Bridget and Nicole and they were both like, you're fine. But he was just like moaning and was afraid to go to sleep because he didn't think he was going to wake up again. Can you imagine dying in the Big Brother house? I could think of nothing better. <laughs> That's like so that's like go. my black swan story at the end. The like are not on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about that question is, I do. Th- I think Paul's aggressive, but he's really not. I don't think we've seen the depths he'll go to, and I do want to see the depths he'll go to. Oh, I yeah. like seeing people get all riled up in the house. I don't want to see. I hate fighting. I don't like physical fighting. I don't want to see any physical alteration altercations or anything like that. But I wouldn't mind him getting up into people's faces and throwing down with anger. I wonder what the border is between, like, getting up in someone's face and what is, um, like, assault in the in the world of the game. What will get you kicked out? Like, um, I just want to see him do, like, a good clap in the face. Oh, you know? I, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see him touch anyone. I just want to see him get real mad. Okay. But I think and if then it, he has to go like work out really hard. You know, what I think actually has a better chance of getting kicked out is Victor because there's some yeah. repressed sexual aggression going on there. Yeah, he's very uh, he. It's very deep that regression. It's very deep inside. Yeah, um, I believe he really thinks it's about ethics and gaming gaming journalism. Right. You know totally. I mean? <laughs> yeah. I he's know. excited. That he is in the house during the release of Paul Feig's Ghostbusters. <laughs> that he if you know what I mean. Yeah. I hear you and I agree. And it just goes to show those people take all shapes and forms. Because Victor's good looking and he's in good shape. But yeah, he's uh, he, if he's not a neck beard in physicality, he is in spirit. Yeah. He His soul wears a fedora and says, m'lady. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's a, he's a, I'm doing finger quotes, nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a nice guy. <laughs> I'm just a nice guy. Why won't you fuck me? <laughs> like, guys, well, we loved all the questions we got this week. And we got some really nice emails, too. Yeah. And some great tweets. And we're loving it. I feel like so far, you can break this pattern if you'd like to, listener at home. But so far, we've been getting questions in the Twitter and just like kind words in the email. Yeah, it's so But nice. you can mix it up. 
you can ask a question via email. Yeah, we we love both. We just love interacting with you guys, and we want to read more of your questions or comments on our show. So please, we are at HeyJulieBB on Twitter, and our email is... HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Yes, so please get in touch with us. Um, we love hearing from you. I'm Danielle Gibson at Danny Mop on Twitter and Snapchat. Um, I'm at Brett Raider on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram and Snapchat, but I got a private I got a private Snapchat account because some of you people are creepy. <laughs> well, mine's not. Mine's public and it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's dirty if you love pictures of croissants and coffee. Yeah, exactly. Um, guys, we're going to be recording the next episode probably after Sunday. Yeah, so we'll record again. Uh, we'll talk again Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, and so we'll see you on the internet, guys. Yeah, happy 4th. Happy Canada Day. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.